right. All right. Are we we're good? Mike's a hot. Mike's a hot. Yeah. Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, no guest. We're going under the hood with your headlines. As always, it's time for the pick of the month. We introduce the battle of function versus form. Mm -hmm. uh, we talk about third world dads and first world cars uh, and some uh, first timers for us mm -hmm. experiences we're going to share. And finally, some questions from the listeners. I pulled Instagram to get some stuff and you guys delivered. So first, let's get started with some headlines and then I'll get started. So VinFast, we have talked about them before developing the Vietnamese company that, that's developing EV cars. Yes. Um, so they're, be they have, they're back in the headlines for being little bitches, Randy. <laughs> okay. So apparently a Vietnamese YouTuber named Tran posted a video. It's pretty damn generic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is right. Uh -huh. Yeah. But I didn't want, I like, I, I have the rest of the name. Okay. Okay. But, but I don't want to butcher it. Yeah. Yeah. Which you yeah. will. Okay, yeah, exactly. Enough. So, uh -huh. um, Fuck it, I'm gonna try it. Tran Van Wong, okay, uh, posted a video complaining about the quality of the car. So this guy has 450,000 followers, which it, it's it's a good amount. Uh, IG or YouTube? Uh, YouTube. Okay. So he posted it on his YouTube, mm -hmm. um, and Vinfast took legal action because the, he they're commies. That's crazy, they're man. Commies. That doesn't I, surprise me. It. I mean, it's kind of stupid. And a lot of companies are guilty of this. I feel like a lot of American companies have learned that all you need to do is a little bit of damage control. Post out your own content. Right. Show that, the, you know, it's quality. Right. Um, but they decided that they were going to attack Mr. Tran and he had to take down all his content. His whole page is gone. Mm, wow. Yeah. Uh, of, of course, people ripped it before he got rid of it, so the video is still out there. Okay, I can't understand anything that's going on in there, oh. so there's no really point, no point in going in there. Okay, uh, but the point is that Vinfast made the situation worse. Yes, by doing this. Are you familiar with the Streisand effect? No. So the Streisand effect, uh, it's uh, the definition is it occurs when an attempt to hide, remove, or censor information has the unintended consequence of further publicizing that information. Which and is what this is. This is exactly what this is. And right. it started with Barbara Streisand. That's why it's called what? the Streisand effect. So she did some. So she, she attempted to suppress uh, the California Coastal Records Project. They were taking photographs of her residence in Malibu. Okay. Which was leading to uh, like erosion, or erosion of okay. yeah, yeah, okay. Of, of stuff that they're trying to com uh, conserve. Oh, so by suppressing it, it got famous. exactly it got huge. Okay, and this happens all the time. Right on. And so all they, I think, all they had to do was put out their own videos mm -hmm. saying, you know, this is, you know, this is how it works, or this is and that, or right. we are gonna fix this, or we're working on this in the future, or whatever. it's a one off, which is what Tesla does, exactly, right, with all exactly. their fires. I mean, te look look how well Tesla's doing, and they put like Home Depot parts on their car, <laughs> right, right, you know? right, which you talked about. Yeah, That's so true. so the the fact that they're attacking this YouTuber, which four hundred fifty thousand followers, yeah, that's a lot of eyes, mm -hmm. but in the grand scheme of things. I mean, how many of those people are going to buy your car? I don't know. I think you could have, you know, mitigated this a different way. Mm -hmm, totally. So they really, I mean, they made themselves look really bad on this one. And they're trying to enter our market. Yeah, they so are. So that's an interesting point, too, And they're right? going to get, I don't know, they, I'm 
I'm sure they'll have consultants that tell them how things work here. I hope they decide to. That would be a smart move. Because here, like, there's content strictly based on critiquing. On critiquing, yeah. right? Like, like the company in Michigan that breaks the car down. And exactly, says, right? Yes, or, yeah. or even just a Top Gear, right? They, uh -huh. you know, they're yeah. um, maybe not so much anymore, but back in the day, they'd give honest reviews. Yes. About right. you know how good the car is or how poor the car is right, or whatever right, it right. is. So, are they going to just sue everybody or put conditions? Right. I guess you know it's sort of the Chinese model too, where uh, with B is for build. Um, they offered to give them these electric go-karts. Okay. And they're made in China. I forget the brand. Sure. And B is for Bill decided to buy them outright instead because they, they didn't want to be under the gun. The of... instructions or the caveat on uh -huh. the free delivery was that they had to give good reviews. Fuck that shit. Exactly, dude. If you don't believe in your product, right, exactly. you know, don't don't have people review it. Right, exactly. Yeah, so they were so that, I mean, it's pretty cool of them to do that. They just paid for them out of their pockets and they were going to say whether they're good or not. And they liked them. They ended up liking them anyway. Well, it was it that cheap uh like $4,000 car or whatever? No, it's uh their go-karts. They're they're even cheaper than that. They're like Eight hundred dollar go karts, a little oh, electric go karts. Street legal in China or something or no? Uh, I, I don't know if they're street legal in China. Okay. I think they're street legal here. They're oh really? They, they're uh, they they're governed at twenty. Okay, but okay, you I know, see. quote unquote governed. You, right, you can pretty right, easily right. get like, rid of it. Flip the switch. Yeah, or break off the piece. Nah, I think it's controlled through an app. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then you can control it through. Dude, an app. let's buy one. <laughs> I do. I don't have eight hundred dollars to spend oh, on a go kart. I okay. wish. I yes. wish I had that kind of you know, right, right, on. that kind of money to just throw at a go kart because they look really fun. Okay, but yeah, nah. But yeah, that's probably what that maybe that's the model they're gonna adopt too. Because of course, there's YouTubers that are gonna take a free car to give a fake review. I mean, there's plenty of people that'll do that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's that. That's true. So, but it is sad that people. I mean, it's good for be for. It, Good on B is for build. Yeah. For not succumbing to that. And but he, he mentioned truth. that there's tons of people who had already done it. Oh, okay. You know, okay. And, I, and I looked it up after and yeah, sure there's, enough, there's, right? sure enough, there's yeah. tons. It's None fake. that I actually follow, but it's all fake. False and, positives. I mean, it's just like Amazon reviews, right? That's true. I mean, they, we heard about all those fake ones that are coming yeah, out. Yeah, just all bots and shit. Yeah. It's a million phones on a wall. Can't believe anything anymore. No, that's true. Sad. Yeah. Next. Man. Next. Uh, next headline. So remember when I talked about Bluetooth breaks a while ago? Kinda, like a drive-by wire break. Nah, not 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 to function the brake, but to know. Uh, oh, the if thickness? The, the thickness of the brake pad yes. or if the brake pad's wearing, yes. right? That was my idea. Mm -hmm. Well, Brembo listens to 91 Octane. <laughs> 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 Let me uh, tell you, Randy. So, I'm rubbing my eyes. Oh, my God, dude. So they're te they teased a concept caliper, and this is just for a motorci motorcycle so far. Okay. And it's called the New G Sasanta okay. or Sasanta. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So the brake caliper connects to your phone. So the weird thing is that they don't mention anything about wireless. So okay. I'm thinking that it's still wired to the car. Okay. But that powers some sort of wireless uh, module within the brake caliper uh -huh. and then communicates to your phone. Okay. And it has LEDs Ooh. built into the caliper that Ooh. you can control the colors for. Ooh. So the first thing that they announce is 
you know, color match. You can color match and customize to to your vehicle. So you're driving your car at night and your calipers are li- are lighted up. up. Yeah. Full on Tron shit. Like, well, that's kind of if it if it looks like Tron, it, it might be cool. I mean, it, it, it looks kind of cool, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's a little weird to me. Right. I, I think it's kind of something they probably could have done without borderline cheesy. Yeah, yeah. It, does, it does make it look like. Like kind of those products from China, like the fake blow off valve yes. that you put on the exhaust, right? right, right, right. Or like, yeah. I think they do sell exhaust tip LEDs now. Have yes. you seen those? Yeah, I've seen those. It kind of feels like that, okay. but this is from Brembo. Um, Interesting. It does communicate caliper status, so okay. the brakes. So that that's a good function. Totally. Um, and it has a lock and unlock safety system, so you can. I guess uh, it doesn't explain too much about it, but it. I guess it locks the brakes so the thing does the bike can't move. Okay. I don't know. Wait for a bike or a co- oh a motorcycle. Motorcycle. Motorcycle only. The ad that they put out or their teaser they put out is just a motorcycle so far. And it makes sense because you can roll a bike into a truck and go. Right. And then part out the bike, and it's really just an ignition and. You know, you you have a bike. Yeah, basically, right? I think you just answered my other question I okay. had because they included GPS. Yeah, yeah. In the brake caliper. Interesting. Yeah, which I was like, why the hell would you want GPS in the brake caliper? But it's another theft device. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. But it's still kind of weird. But I mean, I, I can see how uh, that's really the only benefit I could think of. Right. Exactly. Right? Uh, mm, yeah, that's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, so I I mean I thought it was neat. It's still a concept. Um the lights I just don't really get. Yeah. But is it know. bright like Tron? I, I'm not looking at the image or whatever. Um is it yeah, on the board? It is not. Okay. Um okay. uh let me see here. Let me see if I can play this. Oh, it's a video. There's no actual just image, straight image on it. Yeah, it's just a Ooh. video. So for looking at it here, I'm I'm, I'm gonna have to post it. Why can't I full screen this? You might have to click on the YouTube full, icon. All full screen is not available. All right, here this we is go. Interesting. Good thing your Wi-Fi is working. So this is what it looks like. Yeah, I just got a, a Wi-Fi booster for the garage. Oh, look at you for my security camera. <laughs> oh, you got it. Uh, so you don't yes. so you don't get egged anymore. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So this is what it looks like. Um, looks uh, looks. Cool. So it's got uh, perpendicular lines across the caliper, three right. of them. And then it's got the Brembo logo on the side with a, with a ring around it, a glowing ring. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever. And They'll probably know. have a cheaper option where that doesn't have lights. Not that right. those things are that expensive. Yeah. But that's kind of where I see it going. And, and I'm sure there's a big market for that in, in states like Florida where there's those, like, ridiculous bike modders that yeah. stretch the bike have you seen those oh yeah 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 I've i don't those. see that here do you ever see i have here? seen it here okay not I a have, lot yeah you know like one or two i haven't really seen it here yeah i've seen like stretch the bikes i've seen the airbags on the bikes yeah yeah uh, I've seen that. but yeah this i guess i don't know it's interesting because it does look like something that would be on a street bike mm-hmm. and not really technology you would see on a chopper yeah, absolutely right um, right right but you know we'll see. I'm sure this will eventually make it to cars. Yes. I think. Um, but it can't be completely wireless because then you'd have to charge batteries. That's what I was wondering too. Is like yeah. how does it get power? Power. So I'm guessing it's wired to the battery. It has to be. 
Right. And that's just another wire to add to that. Just another wire to add. Mm. Yeah. Well, for the security component of it, that is really good. Yes. It'll lock your brake. But yeah. if you can just cut the wire, then, right? That's true. That's the end of the GP. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So unless there's like a backup battery and it can run for a little while, but even then it's like what? Damn, Brim I have so many questions. Yeah, the totally. First, the first question is where when are you gonna send the check? Yeah. <laughs> right. Second right, right. question is, yeah, how are you gonna figure out because they, they don't mention anything of that in the video. Okay, of course. Yeah, which makes the marketing sense. Shit. Yeah, just the marketing stuff, mm-hmm. nothing about the wireless Got stuff. It. So Got but it. that's where they're at anyway. Um I thought it was pretty cool. Um I don't know about the lights, but all the other functions are pretty sweet. Very, very cool. Next headline. So when you think of EV, you think of convenience, right? Absolutely. Appliance. Well, I think appliance. 20% of California buyers disagree that EV is convenient. Because they turn it back in, right? They turn it back in. And get a gas car and after get the fact. 20% of buyers return their EV car due to charging issues. And I didn't, I didn't know this because I don't, obviously I don't have an EV. But um, so the the numbers they have here is that in three minutes, you can fill a gas tank in a Ford Mustang and have 300 miles of range in their V8 model. OK, right. that's pretty good. Obviously, right. three minutes, good. right? In the Mustang Mach-E with an hour plugged into a household outlet, mm-hmm. they get three miles of range. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's really bad. That's ru- I didn't know that charging at home was that shitty. Shitty, yeah. Yes. So apparently you have to get like a super charging. Well, you got to go 220. So our houses are 110 volts, as right. you, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the rest of the world is 220 because nobody cares about killing people, <laughs> right? In other yeah, countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously that has a net effect on how fast you're charging. Yep. 110 is very slow. Yeah. But damn, one hour and you're only getting three miles? Three miles. Three miles of range. So you have to find a Tesla charging station or you have to upgrade your house. For like a grand. Yeah, to, to get, get the level two charger, which right. is still not as powerful as, Correct. as, a, Tesla, supercharger. Yeah, as a supercharger. Right, right, right. So you're still struggling with charging a car. I mean, it, I think it chops it down to four hours or maybe two instead of. For a full charge instead of yeah, I mean they were talking 10. about not being able to fully charge their cars overnight, getting thirty six miles of range overnight on an overnight charge. That's really shitty. That is whack, man. That is ridiculous. But you know, seventy percent of the people who switched uh-huh. didn't have level two, which makes sense, right? That does make sense. You know, but there were still thirty percent of people that had level two or three. Uh huh. They probably didn't have three at home Uh and still decided, fuck this. I don't want to deal with it. I mean, how do you battle three minutes for 300 miles? Yeah, that's just not efficient enough. Yeah. Who has the time for that shit? Basically. Yeah, no way. Like I struggle just going to the gas station. That's true. That's actually very true. (laughs) Even that is inconvenient. Like I ride it to the light. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Gotta go now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do like I'll say I have to go. Uh-huh. And I'll still run like three different errands on three other days where I'm like, I just don't want to go. <laughs> yeah. Just down the street. <laughs> yeah. We're so damn lazy. I probably, got, I probably got another, you know, a mile or two. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I was I was religiously going to Costco because obviously it's cheaper. Right. Even for the M's. Even for the well, the E92 always get shell. 
Okay. Um, but because the E92 kept me at Shell, and Shell is right around the corner, yes. now all cars get Shell. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even okay. though with gas prices going up right now, yeah. I'm kind of thinking maybe I'll go back to Costco. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I knew this was coming. You know, the gas prices were going right. to I mean, because all the COVID shit it that had to happened. rebound. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, 20% of people, are one in five people are trading in their, EV their EVs. Back. There are more people trading in their EVs than like the new G80 M3, which is one in six, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And they're definitely not, tra- which I saw a lot of today, actually. The G80? I was in Newport and in my area here. I saw two in my area here this M3s? week. M3s? The new M3. Well, it's not. Or was just it for the M3, right? Right. No, the M4 that, has it too, and there's another. I saw an M4 for sure. Oh wow! I, uh, and I, well, I passed by the dealership, but I saw like a couple down in Newport on the road. I'm like, man, I was like, look, mom, look at that ugly pig nose looking <laughs> car. Look at that Beamer. <laughs> they were laughing. Yeah, it's so bad, man. I it still, is bad. I still can't. I still can't. I yeah, still can't. Like no. I, uh, I've tried. I like what some people are doing with them, but I've seen some get slammed. And still, I'm like, already stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's so bad. And, you know, like normal, like normally there's a bit of, you know, I'm not going to be able to afford it. So whatever. Right. Right. But for this case, it's just it's so hard not to hate it. Right. Yeah. It's so hard. We're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we mentioned it in every episode. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's bad. Let's just face it. Everybody, every review is like, it's ugly as fuck. Yeah, man. But the performance is awesome. Yeah. As Nico had said. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's no doubt. No doubt. The performance is awesome. But, you know. It's a whole package. Not everybody is going to track the car. I'd say a very right. small pe- a percent. A s- s- tiny percent of people that buy that car are going to use the performance the that it actually has. 400 plus or five. Yeah. Is it five now? Is it at 500 plus? Uh, I think it's a little over 500. Okay. But yeah, yeah you're it's, right. it's not going to. It's I don't I don't I don't think yeah. so. But anyway, those are your headlines for the week. Let's move into our next segment, the pick of the month. And man, I struggled with this one. Really? Oh, dude, I struggled so much. It turned into a old school versus new school situation. Did you post the links? Uh, let me throw those links up so you okay. have them. Uh-huh. So you have them uh, and can see. Um, but. The originally I was looking at an RS that was posted. They're getting a little bit cheaper. The Focus RSs. Okay. And I've mentioned before the heartstrings of the hot hatch. The yeah, like that. I I, plucked I wanted week. it in my stable and. Do you still? Um, I do. I still oh, do. You do. I still do. Okay. It, uh, it's still it's still a, a neat car. Um, I'm throwing it up on top of your card. Okay. Sure. Um. And so I was kind of sticking to that and looking, but Ooh. you know, of course, we're always browsing things. And yeah, you're looking for variety. Yeah, we're always, you know, like first I look up like E36 stuff, and once I exhaust like looking for trailers, then it's like, okay, I'm just gonna do all cars manual transmission. <laughs> yes, yeah, on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And um, first I hit a 2009 C6 Chevy Corvette. That has been upgraded. The whole engine's built uh-huh. to do 640 horsepower at 600 pounds of torque. Uh, it has an obnoxious wing on it, um, but it's it's like 
it's a tra- it's a track weapon Corvette, right? The yes. way it looks, yeah. The way it looks with 640 horses, I wouldn't take it to the track. No, that's nah, too much, like, too scary. Um, you don't have the skill. You don't feel like you have the skills to keep yeah, it. Yeah, I would. I would want to. I have the skills, Randy. I have uh, the skills. <laughs> right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, but I would want to like drive it on the street uh-huh. for like a good year. And get used to kicking that power down. Dude, that's a lot. Because a Corvette already, we know that's it's an American muscle car. Mm-hmm. It's We're going to lose the rear end a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's $40,000, which is which for if you're talking dollar per horsepower, it's a good deal. It's a good deal. Definitely good a good deal. deal. It's, a, it's a beautiful car. Jeez. It's a it's a nice car red color mm-hmm. obviously the pictures are very done up yeah they so yeah are in a wet parking lot like it's, it's got a movie. yeah it's got aftermarket seats aftermarket curbos um you know there's five thousand miles on the engine it, they say who it's been built by um and so i was like man this is uh this, this is really good this is this is something that i would like to see myself in um that the second Sort of question was, would I be willing to give up the E92 to get into this? Well, I'll add to that. Would what would it take to get the E92 to this power level? A supercharger, which is five grand. No, ten grand. Eight grand. Let's say ten grand all in with a tune. Yeah. Okay. Ten grand all in. So twenty, thirty grand, and you'd have a E92 that could. Yeah. Cat is be toe to toe with this car. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, with probably better track performance and a backseat, and a backseat. You're right, mm, and a backseat. You're okay. right. Damn, that's a that. Right. I hate that you gave me that question right now. <laughs> so now I'm like, damn. Like, oh, I could bec- do. I could do this with the E92. You could. You have the platform for this. You have an eight cylinder vehicle that has the industry around it to support this power level damn not that you would ever track it i wouldn't track that. it that would be it would just be a f- really fun loud fast street car on the roval it would be insane oh dude yeah <laughs> right? i'd probably be in the wall yes so but yeah damn i'm i might have to supercharge because <laughs> <laughs> you're bored right now right yeah, you need yeah. to mod something so yeah you might as well. yeah dude it's so hard like i'm i've, I've told myself okay now that the race car is done ish, I've got all the parts. Really, a lot of the stuff that just needs to go on is already available. I'm mm-hmm. just waiting on that one. Still, sun- the moonroof still. I had around? to. F- I had to cancel the ECS tuning order uh-huh. because they delayed it two more times since we last spoke. Okay. And so then I ordered it from someone who manufactures them locally. Okay. I emailed the dude. I called the dude. Uh-huh. I've done everything to reach out to them nothing bro uh, for the last week and a half and when you order from the site it says uh it says it will ship in three to five days okay so you want to know if it's in stock is what you're saying well i know that they're made to order okay i know that because it, it's like a smaller boutique shop okay got it and but then when it says three to five days i'm like all right cool but i wanted to call to confirm and be like all right is it going to be two months or is it going to be one just let me know i just want to know that's right. it nope nothing Cannot get in contact with them at all. So I'm still going through that trouble because the problem is most of the big uh, shops or online shops, uh, Uh ECS Tuning, Beamer World, all those places, they all seem to be sourcing those blanks from the same 
manufacturer. Manufacturer. So you're going straight to the manufacturer. So now I'm going straight to a manufacturer that's reputable. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. They they yeah. they work on stuff locally. They got great reputation on the forums, uh-huh. and they make high quality carbon fiber stuff, which is what I got. Gotcha. Um. So I was figured. I figured I was going around the issue I was having with the other shops in that they're not able to source mm-hmm. the the blank or the uh, the sunroof deletes mm-hmm. uh, at all because they're waiting for other manufacturers to get them. I see. So I was like, all right, this is a smaller outfit. Might take a little, maybe two weeks, mm-hmm. but whatever. That's fine. I've been waiting for two months already. Right. But no luck, man. Damn. No communication back. And that's all that's holding me up from the seats, the harnesses, the roll bar. Right. It's it's and it, from literally Everything. completing the race car. Right. I'm sliding every track day. I'm sliding around on my fucking leather seats. <laughs> you know, like I have to literally shift my body to prepare for turns. Right. Right. And I'm the, I'm just over it. You know, uh, like I I need to. I'm I'm trying to compete for lap times here. Right. Right. I need to get my shit right. You're so against anyway. yourself. Yeah, dude. Oh right. my god. So interesting. Yeah. But anyway, kind of sidetracking from pick of the month here. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at this sweet ass Corvette and yes. I'm like, uh, um, Morning the reason man. the reason why I look at a lot of these cars, the Corvettes kind of is because I do like classic cars. And you're an eight cylinder lover now. I'm an eight cylinder lover now. Um, but the problem with classic cars is that all the creature comforts aren't there. Yes. Right. It's no Bluetooth. No Bluetooth. No push buttons. Yeah. I don't even have like headrests. You know, right like here. low back seats. Yeah. Like, gonna die or whatever. But they look nice. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so then I stumbled upon the other car that kind of took me with the old school versus okay. new school, which is a 1969 Chevy, Chevy Camaro, Camaro SS, completely restored. Wow. I mean, paint looks so cherry. Yes. Um, wow. Uh, the obviously with any of these cars, and I, if any older folks are listening, they're going to hate me saying this. I have to convert it to EFI. Okay. Um, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. going to deal with carbs. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah carburetors. Yes. But all the, other than that, I mean, this is a sweet ass car. Yeah. And I've always loved this Mustang. This Mustang. You mean Camaro? Oh, sorry. This Camaro. (laughs) Uh, This. uh, Thanks for that correction. Yes, that's a big one. This Camaro has always looked to me kind of like, I don't know, like it's hard. It's really aggressive. It's like a punch to the face on the road. Okay. Okay. It's very aggressive. It's scary. It's like, oh, don't fuck with that car. Yeah. Yeah. It has that look, that shape to it. Uh Uh-huh. Like, because like the Mustangs are the same year. I'm just like, well. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not into them. And my father-in-law has that year Mustang '69. <laughs> yeah. And to your point. Mm, yeah. No. Nah, not feeling not down. Yeah. But a Mustang of this year. The Camaro. Oh uh, no, no, a Mustang of this uh-huh. year would probably go for fifteen or twenty grand less than this is listed. Right. This one's listed for forty-six thousand, which I think is a little steep. A yeah, little steep for the car, but the car is in great condition. It's a man. It, is it a manual? Or it's a manual. That is a manual. It's an, huh. I, I told you I filter by manual. Oh right, right. It's Ooh. a manual. Yeah, it's a manual. So I mean, I, I would, I would love this car, and I, and I know the misses would love this car too. Oh, yeah. that could be her daily to work. She's yeah, been well, like shopping right yeah, for like two years. No, there's no way, dude. There's no way. <laughs> Are you sure this car wouldn't work as a daily? Hell Fuck no. Fuck it. She no. just goes up to seventy one, right? Uh nah. It's ten, it's like twenty two miles. Even eh, then, okay. even if it was a daily 
one mile trip. It used to be a daily for somebody. It, it did. It did. Not in right? the condition that it's in now. Though. Right. Right. No yeah. way. No way. Drive this every day. It's nah. Just, it's only like ten gallons to get to work. <laughs> Not even that. <laughs> one just, way. The devaluing the car. Oh. Okay. This is definitely a weekend car. Yeah. Yeah. It is. For sure. Like a one weekend a month type of car. There's so much prestige behind this. The SS alone. Oh, yeah. The dude. year. Yeah, it is absolutely but it, oh, gorgeous. It looks so good. And I'm not big on racing stripes, but I really like the look on this car. And they fit Cobras to me, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Shelby Cobras. And yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, I, I agreed. It looks good. The hood is right. It is like Mecham Auto Auction. 101 yeah car, yeah right? look at the, the interiors oh my god it's like buttery leather uh-huh uh-huh and so you know now you know that you've looked at both you know I, i'm i'm struggling right one i'm assuming the 69 i'm probably not going to get six grand off of it yeah especially being in huntington beach right there's snobs over there yeah sorry for anyone yeah. listening yeah yeah um you might get three or four grand off maybe but it's right? it's, it's about in the same kind of region as the, the c6 corvette right the 640 yes. horsepower so if you had a choice of spending 40 grand on a uh c6 corvette or a 69 camaro ss being these two cars that you're looking at here which one would you pick i would actually pick the camaro you would pick the camaro. i would go classic camaro okay um like you had said Despite being a JDM guy myself, yeah, growing up in Detroit, there's something special about the classic cars that I can't deny. Right. Even within myself. Yeah. It's I don't I don't have an analogy for it right off the top of my head, but there's just something so Americana about it, which I there like. There is. Right. Yeah. And like, even though we don't look like Americans, air quote, or whatever, <laughs> yeah, we're not yeah. white. You and I aren't white. Yeah. We are American. Yes. And this just speaks to that in a lot of ways. And oh, yeah. There would be nothing weirder than a, an Asian guy getting out of a <laughs> classic I mean, Chevy. both cars. I think both cars. That's true. Actually, think, you're right. I think you're what, right, you're what right. sort of lends it to sort of the only part of me that I think fits these cars is my size. Okay. Well, you know, I would like, I would I could see Hispanics coming out of the Camaro. SS. Oh, the Camaro for sure. Yes. Yeah, yes, the Camaro yeah. the Corvette maybe Far not less. so much. Far yeah. less. Yes. Um but it's sort of the battle like the Corvette is straight douche and the SS <laughs> is like classy douche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. But you, you can know? get you get blue collar respect for the uh, the the uh, SS. Oh, yeah, for sure. Until they find out you didn't touch You didn't do anything to that car. Oh, and then they'll shit on you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like you could, bought it that way? Right, yeah, exactly. I, could you lie about that? No. I, 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 I just wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think I could either. But would I even show up to a classic car meet? Would you even go to the, like, hot rod? Yeah. Whatever. See, I think I was thinking about this on the way up. Mm -hmm. When you buy a car, I don't know about you. When I buy a car, okay, I'm not just buying the car. Uh -huh. I'm also buying my ticket to the community. Uh, uh, that's actually a very true point. You know, very, very so true. So I think if I had the SS, mm -hmm. I'm going to kick it in all the SS areas. I'm going to ah. kick it in all the classic areas, right? Because mostly because I want to know more. Yes, right? that's true. You I mean, it's a, it's a, a very simple car. Yeah. If I wanted a floss, I probably should get the Corvette. You At know? the track, you could floss with the Corvette. Mm, if if you were looking for attention, right? The Camaro yes. is kind of subtle, like 
someone's gonna look over and say hey, that's dope you yeah know? yeah whereas the corvette you're gonna have like 13 year olds screaming and then everyone's gonna look over and you have this right. giant corvette with a giant wing on it right. that's making crazy choppy cam sounds <laughs> yes you yes know? yes yes um so it's it, it's a different type of, like i said it's douchey versus classy douchey uh yeah and i would say definitely the classic douchey yeah it's less douchey yeah, it's almost not douchey. And there was a period where we were growing up mm -hmm. where it was a bit douchey. Sure. Now sure, it's sure. almost all classy. Right. And I would also argue if you were chasing girls with a car, yeah. the classic would be the way to go because you can get any age group to appreciate that car. Oh, you're trying to get those milfs, huh, Randy? <laughs> <laughs> no, any, I'm saying any age group, young and old, can appreciate that car because of just what it is and how it stands and you don't think any presence. age group could appreciate the z06 not as much yeah i think just so not as much Be maybe because it's loud but you put a muffler on that bitch yeah they're not gonna notice it the same way they notice that the, uh, i guess it, it, in the yeah you're right because in the camaro the camaro is a drive slow car yes right yes, yes. whereas the corvette is a you have to do burnouts Right. In order to get yeah. This. You have to be really loud exhaust. Yeah. And then it's not really respect. And that's where the douchey level goes. Yeah. You you're know, right. Plat like, yeah. You know, peaks. Yes. But I was leaning Camaro also. You were. Yeah. I was okay. leaning Camaro yeah. also. Yeah. Although. And you know what? The 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 question you asked about what would it take to get the E92 to these power levels uh -huh. really solidified my Camaro selection. Because oh. I could essentially have both things here. Right, right. 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 I completely forget about supercharging the E92. Mm -hmm. Mostly because it's, it is a higher mileage car. Yeah, so I'm always afraid that I'm just going to end up grenading the engine if I do something like totally, that. Totally. That makes sense. But at the same time, like, I'm starting to get used to 420 horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it's like? Is yeah. that how that is? Well, it's still extremely fun. Yeah, it's still extremely fun. It's a lot, man. But here's the thing. Uh -huh. Here's the thing that happens. The um, three thirty five eyes. Yes. The, the I had one for a minute. For a minute, and that community sucks. Why? The they they hate on the M threes of the same generation because they're jealous. Because they're they smaller dicks. Yeah, but uh, yes, Basically. yeah. In a manner of speaking, <laughs> yes. yes. And um, but they are able to churn out more power than an E92 pretty easily. OK, a fair. few bolt ons. OK, uh, you know, piggyback ECU. And, really? And they're already comparable. But right? it's, it's a twin turbo. Right. Uh, in line six. So yes. they can they can get there. But it's not an M3. Correct. So then sometimes I have had at the Urban Canvas Cruise, there mm -hmm. was a dude in the 335i. I'm not saying he's a douche. Yeah. But um, we are essentially kind of passing each other okay. on the cruise. Uh-huh. And I know his car was faster than mine. Oh, okay. So I was like, man, like, I, I don't need this. Like, I, I, I need a little more. I need a little <laughs> more power. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be ran up by a 335. Oh. Uh, you know? Okay. I don't want to, you know, like if uh, that so they can catch up. But you're saying you have a taller ceiling, right? Uh, not necessarily. They no? might, they might have a taller ceiling. Really? Yeah, I mean, fifty fours. They that's the engine that's in there, mm -hmm. and they have been they've been able to get them up to like eight hundred on stock internals. 
Damn. Yeah. 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 So wow. I would need more work to get to that level. To get to 800. Yeah. But most people on the street, they're not doing the work that it takes to get them to 800. Of course. You know, they're probably sitting around, you know, 550, 500 around and there. And it's expensive. Let's and face it's it, right? not so much. Okay. I think, let's say, with an N54, you can get to 500 with new turbos. Two grand. Really? Yeah, two grand. And and stock turbos. And stock, and turbos. stock turbos. So ECU, yeah, intercooler. You're getting a piggyback, upgraded intercooler, downpipe, uh, intake, exhaust, uh, and and you're good. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And you're getting you're getting meaningful power. Meaningful power. Five hundred, you said? Yeah, five hundred. That's insane. Once you start getting to upgraded turbos, obviously your ceiling is higher. Right. Uh, right but, right. I, you know, a pair of turbos is going to cost you three grand. And if you're not doing the work yourself, that's another three grand. I should have bought that shit from you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Those Had things, are, those things uh, you can get them pretty nuts. But because they're cheap-ish. Uh, they're right? affordable. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're like you can find one for like ten grand. Put four grand in it, and you've got a 500, 600 horsepower car. Wow. You've got these idiots in them. Right. You know, not all of them. You right. Know, the, the guy that I was running with seemed pretty cool. Uh-huh. But it just kind of really, it kind of really kind of lit that fire like, man, maybe I should supercharge this. Maybe I should get some more power. But I don't want to blow it up. That's the problem. I don't want to blow it up. And, I mean. It's not like I have ten grand just laying around to go throw right. stuff. You yeah, know? you've already hit your budget limit. But exactly. it is a new year. It is <laughs> <laughs> Re restart the budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So the pick of the month this week is officially the sixty nine Chevy Camaro SS. Absolutely. And there's serious consideration for for this car. Or something similar. Oh. So a uh, one link that I didn't include for you. Um, was another um, Camaro that I found. It's not an SS, uh, but it does have the 350 in it. Okay. Um, and it's twenty six thousand uh, dollars. That's pretty good. It's, it's it's actually pretty good. It's mm -hmm. not in the same condition, obviously. Right. And I'll throw it up so you can see it. Sure. Um, it's not in the same condition, but with this, I could learn to do a few things myself and kind of turn it into the other car that we saw. Right. This is more um not I don't want to say plain Jane. It's a little bit toned down. It's OG. Okay, yeah, right. cuz the back seat is yeah. very basic. E everything is tattered. Basic re redo. Yeah, basic redo. So I would right. sort of restore this myself. Mhm. Mm um but it's a black car. You know, the wheels are nice enough to where I probably wouldn't touch it. Just we need to lower it a bit. Mhm. Mm it's mm -hmm. still manual. Mm. Um, it's got disc brakes, so it does have the disc brakes. Already. Yeah, so I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, so at twenty six thousand, I'm like, man, I could probably, you know, whatever I was gonna spend on a supercharger, I could spend on making this car mine, mm. and it would look pretty good. And twenty six thousand is not a little bit of money, but it's a little bit more manageable. So you got bit by the classic car bug I'm a little bit. A little bit. bit. And the problem is though that I know that once I'm driving it. It's not a car that I would want to spend a lot of time in. It's almost a car that I would just want to look at a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know? Because to your point earlier, zero creature comforts. Yeah, probably no AC. Absolutely. It's like driving the race car. 
Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little worse. It, maybe. Right. Maybe a little worse. And it's I'm very. It's heavy. I'm, and I'm hypersensitive to noise. Okay. I don't know if that's the well, age. It is probably. Yeah. I'd say. But it's just like I'm like, oh man, is that broken? I'm always like anxious about like, mm-hmm. oh, is this broken? Is that yeah. broken? Yeah. So like, this is a '68, so mm-hmm. basically the same car. Yes. But yeah, this Camaro, man, it's every like once a year. I go back to this car and and now I've found a couple that are like, hmm, maybe maybe I should I should look and I could probably I'd probably offer this guy 22. Yeah, he'd probably take it at that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're and not, I, and look what look what's in the back. Back seat or in <laughs> the back of the picture is another BMW. It almost looks like that would be my garage. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. But are you semi serious about this or? N- I'm semi serious about it. So you, NSX is a little bit the in the NSX, distance. Like, and this, I, and because, I, well, it's more expensive. I'm gonna uh, get shit expensive. for this, but I think the NSX is overpriced. I don't think that you should be getting shit for that. Yeah, I know. No, well, the problem is there are so many people that think that you know they. Eighty, ninety thousand, a hundred thousand dollars, right, is okay for that car, right? Agreed. Agreed. And I don't think so. Forty thousand, fifty thousand is probably what makes the most sense, right? So I'm sort of thinking the market has to crash on the NSX yeah, for, for you to me be to interest. even consider it. It just doesn't make sense for me. It lost to a drag race against a Type R, yeah, and a track. Yeah, um, you're definitely not buying it for that, right? It's you know? purely style is my point. Well, I mean, there's performance and nostalgia with it, yeah, but it's not going to be a competitive car against today's standards. Exactly, and 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 then on, well, the NSX again is a drive slow car, right? Another one, but I'm afraid that there is sort of a JDM bubble mm. going on right now. I would and argue it, it's it's truly yeah it, the, it really then, is there. So then you buy the car right right and the bubble bursts yeah and you have depreciation on a twenty year old car right you know and it's just that's what I I'm just not good with okay I see you know if I I'm see. buying like like this car or the SS not so much the Corvette but the SS it's like you're buying that car and you're gonna get basically the same amount of money back right. when you resell it from an investment perspective from an investment like it's not yeah. really an investment because you're getting the same money back right you're just holding the value right you just don't want to lose out too much on it mm-hmm. because you know that this is not a lifetime car yes right yes. and the nsx is the same thing i'm not keeping it for life i don't buy it as an investment i want to buy it to buy to drive it and enjoy and enjoy and if you're gonna lose your ass on it Ex- or uh, yeah right, a I third of your car, I, don't, yeah. I don't have a desire to enjoy it that much <laughs> right you know? okay. now if i if we somehow stumble on to becoming millionaires or right. whatever, that's then a maybe. whole different story. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, you know, it's probably better for me. But I'll, we'll flip flop, of course. Of course. But right now, I'm in kind of the. I'm looking at the you know EK Civics again. Are you? Kinda, yeah, I found one in San Diego for twenty five hundred. That it, it's an EX. It's clean. It's almost suspiciously cheap. Would you do it for a track car? No, no. So no, you... I already have a track car. Okay. okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I can having two track cars. Nah, that's just that's it's so much really, work. Okay. That's so much work. Too much high mate. It's like having two gumages. Do you know what a gumage is? I don't know what a gumage in is. In Sopranos, it's the reference for their side chick. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. 
and you know keeping b- both of them busy it's mm-hmm. almost a great analogy uh, yes you know but and <laughs> like <both> them busy. <laughs> like learning learning how to get fast you know right. I mean, you can On transition some skills but they're to different platforms one yeah. front wheel drive right, right, one right. rear wheel drive consumables nah fuck that yeah yeah now, the civic would be a street car i definitely would do it up a bit uh-huh but i mean it's a civic so i'm not spending a lot of money i mean the wheels that it has now are pretty nice, so I'd probably just like lower it, yeah. put a lip on it. Mm-hmm. Just you know how you know how my style is, very sure. subtle sure. and clean. Um, and that's probably how I would do it. But I'm thinking like I rather have, I rather rotate a bunch of the cars that I've wanted throughout my life. Okay, as your driver cars, uh, yeah, as, as kind of driver cars that I just mm-hmm. kick it for with, w- kick it with for a bit and then let them go, as opposed to working on getting an NSX and then being in a hole. Two years right. from now, I see, trying I see. to sell a car that I bought for ninety k and selling it for forty. I'll pay you forty for your NSX. Of course you will. <laughs> yeah. Of course you will. <laughs> what did you offer me for? What did you offer me for the E ninety two? Was it the E ninety two? Oh no 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 the the E thirty six. You were like, I'll give you five k for it. <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> well, I knew what you paid for it. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. yeah. To your point, um, shit. What was I gonna say? Yeah, like, oh, I was gonna say for the EK. The reason I asked if you wanted to go track car with it was because you can import a pretty beat up Civic Type R EK yeah. from Japan. You'll have the chassis, right? Right. So body panels, you can kind of be like, meh. Even suspension, you could be like, meh. Even the engine, you could be like, meh. Yeah. But just having a like a hand uh, welded chassis, like they, I think they added more spot welds to the chassis to make yeah. The EK Type R even better. Oh, you can get beat ones for pretty good prices in Japan, under 10k. But if it was a track car, because we know that California, it's exactly. impossible to make it a street car. Yeah, basically, and right? it's right-hand drive. It is right-hand drive. So that which is, apparently doesn't take too much to get used to it on doesn't. the track. It doesn't. Even generally speaking. It yeah, doesn't. but I wouldn't want another track car. <laughs> I would right. have to turn the E36 into a street car. And at this point, it's way too it's, far down mm. that that road to turn it back. I'd have to buy back all the shit that I sold. Right. And it'd be a bitch. Yeah. So yeah, there's no going back. at this. Yeah, point. there's no going back. Yeah. I mean, damn, I, I still, you know, once a week check like the JDM import sites. And right. Look at the R32. Right. Right. Even some of the Those Sylvia's. Those are going crazy expensive yeah, now. Yeah, man. And, and, but it's like, what am I going to do with it? Yeah. I'm really just going to watch it. That's what I don't like about it. Even though I could register it in my parents' house in Michigan. Yeah. It's I mean, going to sit in the garage. I mean, for you, there's more reason. You could at least take it to shows. But I don't care. But I want to enjoy the car. And if I'm like getting harassed, yeah, the Ferrari issue yeah, of like right. getting filling up, it's like, yeah, I actually don't want that. Almost, yeah. I'd rather just get a Porsche Cayman, call it a day. You know, like a yeah. driver's car to enjoy. Right, right. Yeah, a, you're drive. right. Yeah, because that's what you want the most. You want to be able to go drive, go to the canyons, yes, go, go have fun with exactly. it. Exactly. It's not just about showing it off. But yes. anyway, let's get into our next segment. The Battle of Function versus Form. And this is a new segment we're introducing where we're talking about specific car parts, mods, or whatever, and uh, discussing the function versus form battle on this particular item. And the first one we're starring, uh, starting with is a steering wheel. The swap. The steering wheel swap. So I am a new track guy, complete noob. Yeah. First time we know for entire first time, <laughs> one time. Yeah. All of that shit. Yeah. 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 So I see that um, obviously 
obviously a lot of IG people choose to swap the steering wheel. Like, let's say on the Honda S2000. Right. I drive the S2000, and I'm using the steering wheel. I'm on the track. I can't imagine choosing or finding any improvements in my own driving by having a Momo, any type of steering wheel, especially when you go into the tiers of, like, Spoon or Mugen, where you're like, well, I paid two, like, one and a half times more for a standard Momo oh, yeah. steering wheel, let alone an NRG, which is probably 100 bucks, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's like 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have, you've had one on your Rio. I have one. You have one on yeah. the E92. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, oh no, not yet. On it's, the E36. Or E36, sorry. That's yes. the only recycled part from the Rio, Rio to yeah. the. Okay, yeah. And maybe in an energy price range, I get it. Because yeah. really it's just metal with rubber. Yeah. And. I mean, you can have bad. You can have bad. There's a, there's a really popular video of this one guy racing an Integra. And it breaks, right? And it breaks. The yes. steering wheel breaks on him completely. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Which is extremely dangerous. That sucks. Um, right. I mean, he's lucky he wasn't impaled by right. one of the spokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. So true. So you see, you see it as one hundred percent form. I do a little bit. for maybe mm, if you're replacing a, f- a huge Honda Civic steering wheel, yeah. with a smaller. Momo $200 Monte Carlo steering wheel. Right. Maybe I get that a little bit more. But when you're like in my car, the S2000. So I'll, I'll speak purely to the S2000. I'm not sure that I'm getting any other value other than form. Am I wrong as a non-track noob? As a track noob, I should say. You're not wrong. Okay. Um, and I think in most cases, uh, and, you know, steering wheel companies are going to hate us for this. Yeah. In most cases, it is a matter of form. It is. Um, huh? I so I have steering wheel stuff that's completely unnecessary. Yes. So one, I did get or upgrade my steering wheel to reduce the diameter. That makes sense to me. Right. That helps. Yes. Right? Yes. So yes. it helps with control and steering sharpness. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. me, it's almost a mental thing, too. OK. Um. And, but what I don't need is mm. a quick release, which is extremely popular. Right. right. I bought I bought a quick release just because it's cool. Just so you can hang your steering wheel. Yeah, on just so the you can hang your steering wheel and look like you know, like it, it looks just looks cool. Yeah. That's it. It's complete form. Uh huh. So uh-huh. I would say my steering wheel is function. Okay. My quick release is complete form. And yeah. And okay. really, the only time it's necessary for a quick release is, is if you're caged is fully if you're caged. exactly if you're a nascar if you're car is if you're caged or if you're jonathan getting in and out of randy's s2000 <laughs> <laughs> which also makes sense right because right, right. on a small car yeah that you're, if you need yeah. more room to get in and out of the car then maybe th- that's that makes when sense. you need a quick release, oh, okay okay right? okay fair enough and but there's there actually i'm gonna take that back there's two reasons okay right the second reason is anti-theft that's true. That's also right? true. Yes. So the anti-theft reason factor is, is why you would have a quick release. But other than those two things, and most of the time, I would say someone who's saying it's anti-theft is probably just saying it to to cover up for the fact that you're just trying to look cool. <laughs> right, right. You know, it's right, okay, right. dude. It's okay if yeah. you just want to look cool. That's why I did it. Uh-huh, you know, it, uh-huh. it's a cool 
little feature to have that you can take off your steering wheel, even right. though it's unnecessary. Right. Um, you know, once I get into my bucket seats, I'm going to really appreciate having yeah. the, the, the steering wheel be able to be removed. Right. But it's, I'd say, in most cases, especially mm-hmm. if you're not tracking your car. Absolutely it's correct. It's a 100% matter of form mm. and not function. Okay. On both replacing your steering wheel and doing a quick release. So let me ask you this. Once you have your brackets for your seats and they're fixed brackets, yep. will that steering wheel removal help you still? Getting- 100%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I sit pretty close mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the steering wheel when I drive. Yeah, just me too. Because it, it helps me not have to move my arms as much. Right. Um. So yeah, I'm probably I'm gonna have to remove the steering wheel to get out comfortably. I could probably still get out, right? But to get out comfortably, I'm definitely gonna have to remove the steering wheel. So the function now is there, even though I don't have a full cage. Okay. Okay. The bucket seats kind of make it hard. Yes. Yeah. And that makes sense because yeah, the ridges of the bucket seat are high. Yeah. Yeah. So getting in and out of that bitch is gonna suck. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Like yes. I'm gonna have like I'm I'm literally doing I'm doing my physical therapy because I have issues with my hip. Yes, but I'm doing specific exercises uh-huh. that will help me get out of my car <laughs> because I mean, I think this is a thing that this is sort of a tangent. This is the thing that I don't know if people train for this or not, but in an emergency situation, your car catches fire. Oh, whatever, that makes sense. That totally you're makes sense. You need to practice getting out of your car. Yeah, for sure. That makes know? a lot of sense. So I used to do that in the Rio Practicing getting out, practicing getting out of my seats and the bucket seats weren't as aggressive as, as your the ones that I have ones, now. Your sparkos. So I'm, I'm like, OK, I'm going to have to really train and, and uh, get into some sort of uh, get into some sort of uh, uh, shape to jump out of that car. <laughs> yeah, I don't and, want I don't want to burn. And that makes sense. That yeah. really does. That makes sense. OK, so let's move to the, the gloves the gloves. So that was going to be the second item. So s- driving gloves. Well, firstly, I've seen somebody bring a pair of gloves to K1 Speed, which is an electric go-kart experience. <laughs> For a company outing, he brought his motorcycle racing gloves. Is it the same guy that we reference every Aaron once Kemp. in a uh, Andrew Kemp. Oh, I don't know him. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know He's him. He's a dev from, uh, from our job. Anyways. Carding gloves. He brought motorcycle gloves to a corporate carding event at K1 Speed. Here's the thing with that. It's like I don't like to I don't like to give people expectations. You know what I mean? Sure. And that's what gloves when you do that. Yes. There's there's a there, now it's like, OK, bro, you better be fast. Right. You and know, he wasn't. Oh, that's there was worse. somebody faster than him. That's even worse. Yes. Dude. Yes. That's even. Worse. I don't even know that he placed. At that's not even that's not function. And that's not form. That's douche. <laughs> So the, there's a third there's category. It was, so just, it was just birthed right now. <laughs> <laughs> what you said, that's so annoying. Um, be, I mean, I guess in a way I get it. Because it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like. But really. It's kind of right? like the guy that shows up to like a company bowling event with their own bowling ball. And their right. Own, like, you know, right. Like in the full getup or yes, whatever. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Which we had. We had one. That we, was yeah. Like that. We had. He was cool, though. But yeah. You know, yeah and yeah. he was good. So. OK. Fair enough. He could but play. But still, it's kind of like. Yeah. Ah, dude. Like. And bowling. I kind of get that a little bit. Right. If you're a bowler. A you little bring your bit. Ball. But it's. I guess. It's weighted. It's already. Yeah. You I guess a, a more comparable would be like if somebody went to like. 
like the batting cages and the full Dodger kit. Yes, or when you go to the courts and you're all Jordaned out. Oh yeah, yeah. And you can't hoop for yeah. shit. Well, we're totally hating right now, but right, right, right. But yeah, I feel like for K one, it's a little excessive. But here's the thing, though. Okay. The reason why I wear gloves is that my hands sweat when I get adrenaline okay. running through my body. Sure. I get very sweaty. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know why that is. And the gloves help with that. So if maybe that person also sweats a lot, that's why they got the gloves. Okay. Okay. But also, okay. you're not at a company event to break records. <laughs> right. You know, like, what? Right. like I, I, I wouldn't mind my hands being wet at K1. Yeah. You know, I'm also not going to generate the same adrenaline response right 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 uh so in that case i mean i think that was he was just it's still to, douche he was trying to style for sure it's oh, definitely okay. form okay you know he was trying to it's just kind of one of those i mean it's it's sort of an extension of kind of what we do with our cars i mean we feel cool driving our cars mm-hmm. we feel a type of way yes i think that's sort of the same thing that was he was doing with the gloves so at a noob track event let's say hpd one right person shows up with gloves yes where does that land of the three tiers function form or douche function for me it, for you it would be function for me it'd be because function. you're trying to hit limits and yeah. you're you perspire in your hands yeah yeah i mean the thing for me is that the gloves the shoes even the full overalls the bmw shoes yeah the, <laughs> or not the bmw shoes okay, driving yeah. shoes okay right? Right, right, right not the bmw shoes those, those, make those are faster, douchey right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make you run faster. They don't make you faster in the car. Those are pure, pure form, <laughs> pure douche, pure, pure douche, <laughs> pure category, pure category three, <laughs> douche. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. That's probably the most dude. Let, okay, for let, let's tangent for a bit. <laughs> Let's 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 you let's, got Puma. Let's take I have shoes. so yeah, just so everyone knows, I have Puma shoes. They're not M3 shoes. They're M shoes. They're M shoes. Yeah. They say they're, they're sellout shoes. <laughs> they say they say M on the back. They're yes. Puma BMW shoes. Uh-huh. They have a little BMW emblem on it. And you only wear and it when I you drive them. your M. And I only wear because that's the only time you can. Yes, but you that, know, that it, adds to the douche. But it like uh-huh. what's more douchey, right? Right, right. Wearing, not, wearing right. BMW shoes and not true. driving BMWs. True. That's right? true. Right, very it, true. It, but I'll admit that is the most douchiest <laughs> purchase and the douchiest thing I own. <laughs> <laughs> Is those shoes right and, on, and it's right gotten on. to a point where I'm a, I'm I'm getting a little self conscious with them. <laughs> well, yeah, we, yeah. I mean, I, I have to tease you about it. Well, right? that, I mean that that part I'm fine with. Yeah, you can do it. But with still, it. living with them, it's you, just kind of like because they're super comfortable shoes. They're Pumas. But I'm now I'm like shit. I can only wear them when I drive the car. But then when I drive the car, I'm really no different than the Ferrari douches. <laughs> yeah. You know, like and the Porsche douches. And so then I start yes. I start seeing the Ferrari guys like out in the meets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and they yeah, don't like, have their ferraris but they're fur- fully uh, you yeah, know yeah, dressed yes, up and i'm yeah. like fuck i'm just gonna do it. i'm just gonna walk barefoot the rest of the day <laughs> yeah yes what is the douchiest thing you own uh i don't ha- i want honda gear yeah but i do struggle with that whole wearing a honda i want a honda jacket like a right. windbreaker yeah yeah like what jdm masters what you watch that uh, youtuber yes yes he has a really cool 90s uh, J- jdm Honda jacket. Yeah. Even the fit and finishes like that. I feel like Honda's a little less douchey though. Well, they rate they're in F1. Yeah. Right? But you could argue Patronus and the um and 
Puma sponsors Patronus, right? Yeah. Or they have gear for Patronus, right? Yeah, Mercedes. I mean, they do, I think they have deals with Mercedes, BMW, right. and some other companies. Exactly, too, yeah. exactly. So they've got some of that shit, too. Yeah. Um, so Red Bull, wearing a Red Bull jacket with a Honda emblem. I might catch myself feeling what you feel. Yeah. But I'm not saying I'm not tempted. Yeah. Because I would love to, but my cheap ass would never pay $150 for a classic JDM jacket. So yeah, that that's prevents how much me. It costs. Well, there it's only those classic ones that I want. Nothing recent. So you don't own any, anything douchey now. Technically no, I wear Suzuki gear, but that's because I work there. Right. And yeah, they, those there are yeah, some of those are pretty douchey. Yeah, the oh the big they're yellow super bright. The, yeah, that yellow yeah, shit that I wear, like, yeah. Like a cricket shirt. <laughs> yeah, it does. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. But that's the but Moto I mean, GP really, one. Yeah, definitely I definitely got you beat. I definitely uh, yeah, got you beat. Yeah. But anyway, let's go back to function versus yes, form. Okay. We definitely went on a tangent there. Uh-huh. So with the gloves, I think that's pure form. Pure form. O- outside of the anomalies, which I, I consider K1 an outlier. So based on the exempt. event, we're saying yeah, a I little mean, bit. You're right? never going to see, maybe not never, but I'm, I've never seen a guy wearing racing gloves at a show. Right? They're mm. not going to, you're not going to buy That's that true. like you buy a steering wheel. Right, right. Interesting you're, point. You're really only going to buy it for a purpose, which is to drive. Because you're going to the track. Yeah. And there's a little bit of form in there, right? Because some might buy it just because that's what people do to drive mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. that just looks legit. Yes. But for the most part, there's a function to it, right? Whether you have a Alcantara steering wheel that you don't want to damage, so you're going to wear gloves to mm, kind of protect that interesting. and keep the water off yes, of it or whatever. You have right. sweaty hands like me. I think in the gloves case, they are more function than form. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's a lesson to me because to your p- that's a really strong argument in that you never see somebody show up at a meet or take over or whatever with gloves. Yeah. Even the drag races back in the day, they weren't wearing gloves, you, right? You might have the occasional guy. I've seen older guys do this. The occasional guy that will show up with the fingerless leather gloves. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. At the Cars and Coffees. Yeah, but you can tell that person's a douche even before you see those gloves. <laughs> right, you know, right, right, right. You know, right. it's just kind of that's part of their personality. So I, I might, but like legitimate racing gloves that we're used to seeing. Yes, right. That, yeah, the no. gauntlet style. Yeah, yeah. You, I won't. You won't see those at a meet or okay. a show. Because I debated about buying a, a pair. Yeah, but I don't have a sweaty hand problem when I'm nervous type of thing. I mean, they do sweat, but not too much where it's out of control. Yeah. So I was like, ah, I mean, even though they're only forty bucks, right, for yeah. the o- OMPs or whatever. Or the Sparkos is like, hey, I'm not really going to throw more money for the track, my first track event. Yeah. At, at gloves. Another benefit of gloves is is that you increase your tactile feeling by wearing gloves. This is probably goes against what, you know, we our grease monkey deal a little bit. But okay. the reason why I, I will force myself to wear gloves, even if they're super thick, Super bulky. I almost will intentionally wear the most bulky gloves I have. Okay. Because the the more uh, the more that my brain gets used to doing little, you know, dealing with little nuts and bolts. Okay. With those gloves on, uh-huh. the more tactile feedback I'll get when I don't have them on. 
Oh, it's like you're desensitizing it, yourself exactly. to try to increase your dexterity. Exactly. Okay. It's, exactly. It's so like same, running with a mask on to increase your breathing capability. Exactly. And it has mm. the same function. And this is actually stated in uh, Ross Bentley's book. Oh, uh, really? That's where it sort of solidified that because I used to I used to do it a lot with the guitar. You play with gloves? I would play with not. I never played with like work gloves, but I'll play with like vinyl gloves. Really? Uh, yeah, and then I would on take both hands or just the strumming just, hand just, or the chord uh, hand? Just the the fretboard hand. Okay, okay. just the fretboard hand. Uh huh. Um, mostly to work on the resistance of my fingers against the gloves, the okay. vinyl gloves. Yes, right. But it, it had the unintended uh, goal of when I took them off uh-huh. to play guitar. Uh huh. It almost felt like I I it just felt strange how much I could feel the guitar and the fretboard. Um, and so I started applying that to sort of my driving and even, even my fastest lap at, uh, I think my fastest lap at auto club. Okay. I did it without gloves on because, because I was testing the same theory. Interesting. Now I can't tell you if I was faster because of that or not, right. but I, yeah. de- you can feel more vibration. You can feel more of that. So Gloves also have that effect. Okay, I'll yeah. give you that one then. Yeah, definitely yeah. function over form. Yeah, for sure. Case. Gloves for sure. The steering wheel dances, I think, form. Okay, more than function. Okay, if we're talking exclusively track, obviously it's going to live in the in the function side. Right. But I think if we're encompassing the whole community as a whole, right, it lives in the function side, in the form side for a steering or wheel. The, in the form side, yes, you're yes, right. In the right, form right, side, right. yeah, got that's right. Got it, got it, got it. But anyway, let's move into our next segment: third world dads. First world cars. So how this came about was my dad's here for the week. So I took the week off. Yep. And before he arrived, I asked you the question or maybe did I ask you like, I wonder if he's going to ask to drive my car. Yes. Yes. We had that discussion. So you thought, well, we also talked about whether we would let our dads drive. And we talked about that. Our prized cars. Yeah. Yeah. And I was on the fence. I wanted to be a little like, you know, <laughs> you want to stick it to him. You yeah, a little bit. <laughs> be playful. Right. Yeah, and yeah, push yeah. back a little bit. Be like, hey, why do you want to drive my car? Yeah, Is it yeah. cool to you? Is that yeah. why? You know, like <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um. So my dad is not a car guy. OK. He really could care less about um, the cool factor of some of these cars. He, he appreciates a cool car. OK. But he doesn't care about he never took me to a car show. Right. He's never. He's not an enthusiast. He's not an enthusiast. Yeah. He's purely repair, get me to work in some luxury comfort. He wants all comfort. Right. Right. Okay. So sure enough, he he comes here. He visits Uh, the the garage opens and he sees my fourth child, the S2000. Right. Right. So that's what I referred to it as. (laughs) I'm going to introduce you to my fourth child. Yeah. Yeah. And uh. He gets out of the van right from the airport and he just walks right by it. Doesn't even nothing. Nothing even glance. Not a glance. Crop dusted the shit out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, like, so deep down, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if he's going to ask to drive it. Right. So I have to do a Home Depot run. Okay. Um, and I go, let's let's go. You know, he's always willing to help me with the house. Right. Like he looks for chores at my house. Right. Uh, and so I was like, well, let's take the S2000. OK. And I was like, you want to drive? He's like, nah, no. 
Not really. Wow. Like, is this guy playing me? Like, do I have to beg him to try it? You know? <laughs> but, dude, so I recorded it as I'd, as I'd promised you, right, 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 for some content, yeah. you know? And we get in the car, and I back it out. So I back it out on the driveway so that he can get on the passenger side. Right. And I immediately have the top down because I only drive the car with the top down, like, 90% of the time. Right. Like a true douche. Right. If you want to call it that. <laughs> um. And he's like, dude, can you, like, put the top? Can we drive with the top up, please? <laughs> I'm like, why? This is a convertible. Right. We're in California. Yeah. We're supposed to drive top down. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, like, I'm my skin might get dark. You know, he's fucking with me. I don't know if he's fucking with me, but <laughs> my it's skin like, might get dark. He's like, just totally <laughs> like, bro, you're Filipino. I know. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, he's light skinned. But oh, nonetheless. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, man, this guy, my dad popped really couldn't give a shit about the car i i i mean or i, you, I don't do know you think he was playing you i feel like he probably had the same thoughts you were having before he even came out maybe you, know you had it right he did know i have it yeah. I, I was gonna keep it a secret from him until they saw it but it was like a year and a half you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah, so yeah. that didn't work out obviously but um he never asked to drive it or even try or he really gave no shit about it. Really? So I guess either it's not cool enough. Yeah. Or he just really is completely separated from cars and is just not an enthusiast and wow. prefers the uh, cushy Lexus over just any type of sport car of any kind. Took the wind right out of it. Totally, dude. Did you put the did you put the top up? On the drive home, I was like, let's just drive with the top up. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> Why bother? Like, oh it's only three God. miles. Why am I going to do it? You know, like, yeah. there's no point. Oh, so man. he just doesn't care. I mean, he I think he appreciates that I I got one. Yeah. But doesn't care to try it out. Doesn't care to drive it. Interesting. No interest. Basically, no interest. And it's true intent, like unintended. Um, or I should say he just doesn't care. Bottom I'm line. I know my dad likes fast cars. Does he? Yes. Well, he had the 280Z. He had a 280Z. He rented a Mustang once from Oregon to California. And when he got home, grin he, he ear would, to ear. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, he's never asked to drive my car. He probably might not be the type to do that. On the E92 or the 36? The E92. Okay. I don't think he'd be interested in driving the E36. Okay. So he's kind of in the same fence. Blue collar dude, right? But I think if I asked him, he'd be like, yeah, I'll take it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think if I asked him, he'd probably say yes. Mm. Now I'm curious. Now I'm curious. For the E92. For the E92. Would that be the fastest car your dad's ever driven is the E92? Uh, it might be, unless there's something I don't know about. Right. That might be the fastest mm. car. Okay. Interesting. Yes. I am going, I'm going to have to ask my dad. When's he back? Or is he uh, not coming back for a while? He's not back yet. Uh, looks like end of the month, but okay. we'll see. Mm. Um. Yeah, and only my mom's been in it. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. she hated like, <laughs> the E ninety two. Well, she it? didn't hate it. She didn't hate the car. She hated how much how I was accelerating in it. Oh, <laughs> and you did. You drove it that way. Yeah, a little bit. I gave her a few. And pushes. so did I, right? So yeah. I repped the VTEC, and he's like, "Can you slow down?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm only going forty oh miles an god, hour." Oh my god, dude! <laughs> you know, like first gear VTEC. <laughs> he told you to slow down. Yeah, was yeah. he in a bad mood or something? No, it's just he doesn't. Just he the, just doesn't care about speed. Or, wow. Yeah, he'd rather just shit on the side of the road with the face. Uh, do you with think? Do you think face. he'd ever go to the track with us and just? 
do a lap? No, because not driving, but as a passenger. No, zero chance. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I almost didn't even really want to talk about the fact that I went to the track. Really? Because I might get a lecture about, well, you have kids, you're putting yourself at risk. Why are you doing that type of really? thing? Really? Yeah. Looking out for my well-being, well-intentioned. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying right. he's, he's right. bad for it. Right. I'm right, definitely right. surprised mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Just, I guess it, it's proof of the zero interest. So it's like, man, it's so interesting that your parent can just have a completely different view of your interests. Yeah, than especially you, right? since we're so passionate about ours. Exactly. It's almost jarring. Right. Right. How, right. how opposite they are. Right. Exactly. Would you say you and your dad are opposites in more than just that? Um, no. Like musically, we obviously he's influenced my musical tastes. Right. So he's like right, Biggie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Easy E. <laughs> yes, yeah. Now E Forty. Yeah. I don't know the new guys nowadays, <laughs> but so I had to throw something out there. Yeah. No. Um, I. E- you know, I grew up listening to him play guitar. Oh, and okay. then yeah, I, that I finally that. got bit by the bug in college. Yeah. So he bought me my first guitar, but he's never even wanted an expensive guitar. He, I don't know if it's well, like that third world mentality of so. like, dude, it's like it plat- the quality plateaus. Yeah. So he doesn't want a Taylor or a Martin. I bought him a Fender Strat for Christmas one time, the Mexican Strat. Oh yeah. So not the U.S. Strat. Right. That's still nice. It's a nice it's guitar. A nice, it's yeah, a nice guitar. Because I knew that a value, the value of the U.S. one, he doesn't see the difference between Mexico versus the U.S. <laughs> He'd lecture you about getting him the right. Like, why one? didn't you get the? Why didn't you just get the Mexican strategy? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, in, in borderline. But he, he appreciated kind? that. Yes, absolutely. Right. He totally so that's not, did. Like, if you got, if you got, I think if you got like a Le Paul. Or yeah, yeah, you know something like that, and then he he passed by and saw it. Then he'd be like, "Oh, let me let me play." It. He might, but yeah. he tried out and be like, "It sounds like my strat, my Mexican strat." <laughs> Your dad's a hater. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now I see where you get it from. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Right? There's yeah. like a plateau of quality. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's right. Right? It's like, and that's also true. Like, like you're not there's, getting. There's like these million dollar cellos. Yes, but like. The difference between like a $200 cello and a $2,000 cello is huge. But the difference between a $2,000 cello and a $2 million cello, almost unnoticeable. Right. You know, absolutely. So I, I, I can I can get that. Too. And that's where he lands. So he doesn't even want to go to a 2000 cello. He is 100 percent anti-form is what he is. Yes. He is all function. That's true. That's yeah. actually very true because he prefer a soft boring cushy lexus ride yeah an e30 e350 or whatever versus anything fast sporty and with the top down yes and with the top down (laughs) everything that i have and want that's rough man it's just that's his that he's a senior citizen now so Uh, how old is he 68 oh okay so he's up there yeah he's up there Uh, your dad's a little younger i imagine yeah my dad's a little my dad hasn't hit 60 yet oh yeah yes yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I might be wrong about that. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, so you had you at ten? <laughs> no, I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to do the math. Uh huh. He. Oh, he, damn. He. What year is he born? 20, 20, 20, He was twenty four when he had me. Okay. Okay. So fifty four. Yeah, he's not sixty yet. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. Man. My, yeah, Shit, my dad's dude. young, that's and crazy. he's like. 
Dude, my parents are in super good shape. They okay. put me to shame. Well, man. he works. He's a construction dude. Yeah, right? and my dad's always had a bit of an adrenaline kick, you know. And I, I don't think it's kind of hard to get. Ri- I mean, he's a bull rider. Oh, you know what I mean? Like right, which we got like, into. Yeah, he likes fast week. cars. The bull rider thing is the clear def. When, but my dad used to motocross in the Philippines. Really? Yes, he used to not. He wouldn't jump the the dune jumps. Right. He wouldn't. He he he'd admit that he would he, just kind of race. He'd he'd ride over them. Uh, okay. But he would he would do trail riding, and that's helmetless because it was there was no helmet rule. Oh back yeah, in the day, no, right? not even no. So yeah, he had like a one fifty or something, and that was he was known around the town, the barrio, as the asshole that would like <laughs> threaten to run over kids with his motorcycle. Interesting, right? So I, I I gotta talk to my dad and see what where his head is at now. Yeah, I mean, as you get older, you're more yeah risk averse. True, that's but, true. I just, it's hard for me to fathom losing the need for a bit of an adrenaline mm-hmm. rush. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Uh, it's really know. hard for me to, to think that way. But yeah. We'll see. We'll yes. see. We'll, 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 we'll come back to this segment once I talk to my dad. Right but on. Let's get into our last segment, which is questions from the listeners. And uh, I pulled Instagram. We had a few questions here and we'll, we'll kind of quickly run through them um mm-hmm. uh, but jaime from race ff pod nice ha- asked a two-parter okay what's the most difficult part of the podcast let's answer this one first before we get into the other one to you randy what is the most difficult part of this podcast figuring out how to grow that's a good one right that's a good one like the like the marketing side of yeah things. like who how where i mean it's good exercise for us right just even regardless of whether we want to profit or not and all that yeah stuff. just how to grow i think a lot of those problems is that we have little motivation up to this point maybe right. now we're pushing a little more we're not hungry as or desperate i should say or yeah bo- like this like, is a passion project right that right, we right. we we genuinely just like talking to each other. Right. It's an excuse to talk. Exactly. And and put it on mics and, you know, kind of share it with the people. Yes. So up to this point, I mean, it's just kind of been, OK, we got people listening to us. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe there's some reasons in the horizon for us to push a little harder. Absolutely. And, and yeah, as we've asked ourselves those questions, that is a good one. We're mm-hmm. that's probably difficult. How do. How to expand, how to reach more people, how right. to make waves. Yep. Um, and on the other side of that is my what's most difficult to me, which is um, organizing content, not creating content, because because we don't we don't necessarily. Not that it's easy, but we don't necessarily have a particularly difficult time coming up with topics to talk about or right. new segments. It's genuinely pretty easy, but the I think the most difficult part of a podcast and the part you can't ignore is the planning. You mm-hmm. and I s- have right now two meetings a week. Yes. Uh, each that go, you know, anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. Yes. Well, we'll put our whole program together. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 I've almost wanted to post our Trello board okay. on Instagram. Yeah. But there's just so much on there that I want people asking questions about. Yeah. 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 That I haven't posted it. But, uh-huh. you know, just to give a description, we have an entire board that is filled that could probably be like three feet long mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. filled with information on, on planning for the podcast. We come up with segments. Obviously, we need to research our headlines 
Um, staying on top of that, Randy. Yes, I know. <laughs> I didn't do my homework this week. It's yeah. probably the most difficult part, and it's difficult for me. Sometimes I'll Monday and Tuesday, and I'm I'm ready to go. But there will be weeks where we will plan the show on Monday, and it's Friday at 4 p.m., and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, like scrambling to do the yeah, homework last gotta minute. Do, yeah, yes. got to find this, got to do that. Yes. What was, uh, and um, I think a lot of people think that it's very easy to get on a mic. And, and I'm not trying to say that what we do is difficult. This is not difficult to do. If you want to do it, do it. You just got to make sure you put some planning behind it. Yes. But I think the hard part for me is making sure that I outline my stories, even stories that we're just kind of talking back and forth, mm-hmm. because it's very easy to miss details. Yeah. Right. It's very mis- easy to even miss the punchline to a joke. Right. When you're distracted and having conversation and going to different tangents. Yeah. And then, which we have already in this episode. Yeah. yeah. And the, you, the, the original plan of the segment gets lost and you go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when it's just me and you, it's not as important. We like going on tangents. We like having different conversations. But when there's a guest involved. Yeah. Uh, and this transitions me into the next hardest part which I think is uh, having a guest on the show. There's a responsibility for us, and I know you feel the same way, that we want to make the guest feel entertained mm-hmm. as well as have them be entertaining. Yes. And, you know, everybody that's come on here has been, you know, they're, they're all charming. They're all, they've all got their stories and things to say. But as a host, it is your responsibility to make sure that you're, you're getting from them what the listeners want to hear. Yes. And that isn't just, you know, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Right. It is researching them, putting segments together, putting questions together, learning yeah. how to interview mm-hmm. and be- being very observant of the conversation. Right. While still having that conversation. Right. And right, asking right, those right. questions. Yes. So I think those three things are probably the most difficult. That's true. Keeping track of what if you take this conversation to a tangent, yeah. keeping track of what the original question was too. Yeah. That's an important part of yourself as the host. Oh, right? absolutely. So yeah. that you can make sure they answered that damn question. Yeah. And, and like, uh, I guess cause lose their th- train of thought, mm-hmm. uh, get, they could like stumble, they could, mm-hmm. and you have to be there as the safety net. Yes, you have to be absolutely. there to catch. Mm-hmm. If you leave them just kind of sitting in their awkwardness, they're going to hate you. Yeah. You know, absolutely. it's your responsibility to catch those things. Right. Right. But, uh, but I hope that answers the, the first part of the question. The second, second, uh, question sexy was <laughs> sexy, the sexy question was also how great is race ff pod and i'm going to take this one okay i think um one race ff pod jaime has had amazing guests already i think yeah. you, he has a great network to tap into mm-hmm. which i think i mean that's awesome for his growth and i think mm-hmm. it's going to help him a lot but for any of our listeners that are looking for a new podcast if you want insights into road racing, yep. insights into coaching, insights into anything that has to do with the track, I think Race FF Pod is a great place to go. Um, you know, for with us, we're starting early in our journey. Mm-hmm. We talk about things, we talk about what we know and stuff. Right. But hearing it from a coach, yes, um, I think is it's great, and I think that's where you, where where his most of his value is. I love hearing that stuff and how he geeked out. He gets about that. But anyway, let's move into our next questions. 
The next one is from Manny, and this was going to be a short one. He asked, do booth babes know wheel specs? So <laughs> so this is how I'm going to answer this question. We argued about this, actually, yes. at SEMA. This has already been answered. Uh -huh. So if you want to know the answer to this question, listen to the SEMA special number two. Yes, Where Ra Randy and I go We got it. heated. I got yeah, heated. Yeah. I'll admit I got heated. Yeah, we both did, I think. Uh -huh. We both uh -huh. got loud. You know? Yeah, for we sure. Louder for than sure. we already are yes so uh, I, I think and and it's funny because one of the other questions that I got through email was have you guys ever gotten mad at each other for sure and I think I think I can think of two times mm -hmm. the SEMA time which is kind of eh, it that, was just a heated conversation right right but right. there was one time where you had an event with Suzuki Oh, yeah. And We're I posted some shitty content <laughs> <laughs> on the IG. And I made the mistake of not having a conversation with you about it and just starting wiping it out. Right, right, right. Because right, I, right. I didn't feel like it was it was in line with the aesthetic. So there was a huge miscommunication there. Right, right, And right. Randy was like, what the fuck, John? And yes. John was like, what the fuck, Randy? Like, yeah, we need, yeah, this yeah, needs yeah. to look good. What right. are you doing? And, yeah. you know, without getting into the details, we ended up getting that was a pro probably a couple days before we actually talked right. and realized where we had, you know, missed our totally communicated. Totally, totally, totally. But I can't think of any other than those two. That I, was it, I think. In yeah. the last three and a half years. And in that case, I was excited because I got. To, I'm working at Suzuki. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the Moto America, basically a, a Moto GP equivalent yeah, in yeah. the US. Yeah. Truck, race truck with all the wheels, the suits, the race bikes, like $20,000, $50,000 race bikes. Yeah. That's some content. Yeah, for sure. But it was very poorly executed. <laughs> I had a shitty old phone. Yeah. S6 Galaxy Edge. Yeah. That couldn't keep up with the bandwidth for <laughs> pumping out the IG video. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. So rightfully so. What you did was right. Uh, not really. I think I should have. What, what the mistake that I made, like I said, was not telling you right, why I was right, removing right, right. it. It was right to remove it. Yeah. But you went and jumped the gun to get yeah, it off. I was just like, I just didn't want to see like, it. What is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Right. Yeah. So whatever. I yeah. mean, it's all at water. We live and learn. Bridge. But yeah. I think that's probably the really only major. Yeah. And it's with us. It's kind of like, OK, we get it. You know, whatever. We're not going to. Yeah. It's not a big deal. I've we're, learned this. We're here. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, And the next question is from Miner, uh, which I thought was a good one. What fictional vehicle would you most like to race? Fictional vehicle. Would you I most, would like, most to race? like to race? And uh, it's, it's I, I need you to take that one first, actually. I, think. I mean, it's, or it's, did you come because you read the question before me? So you might. have No, had, when I read it to you, that's the first time. I oh, read it. Shit. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <sighs> fictional vehicle. I mean, I kind of want to think of I, I kind of want to think of like a cartoon. OK. But then it's like I guess it's it's we have we'd have to define a fictional vehicle, right? Is so completely fictitious. Is, is the Batmobile, the new Batmobile, right? Is that a fictitious vehicle? I would I would say yes, but I would not categorize any of the James Bond cars as fictitious. Yeah, because they're real, right? right. Yeah. Other like, than the enhancements they have missile launchers or whatever. Yeah. Those I mean, yes, those so are So I guess not it's real. like not existing in real life. Correct. 
So I'm, I actually came with a, came, came up with one. Okay. So if you remember PlayStation 1 and a few of the other um, PlayStations had a game called Wipeout. Yes. Which had the hovering race cars. Oh, that's a good one. Right? Cause yeah. If, yeah, you wanted to try racing on like fucking roller coaster level. Oh, dude, shit. you just took it. Yeah. I not, mean, I, yeah, I, I, I got it mine to, now. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. What's a yours? rocket league car. <laughs> <laughs> You'd play soccer. Oh yeah. In a car that could bounce dude, around it, with yeah, like imagine half you could the gravity do that in real life. That yeah. would be pretty damn sick. Race. Too. You have to race that car. Race it. You have to race it. Right. Cause that's the question, right? What would you okay, most like to okay, race? Fair enough. Cause but, those things have like boosters on them, right? They bounce, they jump, yeah. Right? Like, do yeah. they jump on their own without like they? Yeah, you a can ramp? jump them. Yeah, you can go up a ramp, but mm-hmm. they're like anti gravity and shit. right. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think similar to yours, exactly. I would probably because I was thinking of doing the Batman car, the Batmobile, like in like a dirt course. I feel like that would be kind of fun. Which Batmobile? The super the, aggressive one that the, has the motorcycle in it. The tumbler then. The yeah, the tumbler. Yes, the, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like tankish, so Yeah, yeah. But it's fast. At least it looks it's fast. It's fast. Yeah. The motorcycle part is really cool. Yeah, yeah. So you get I could essentially do two events with the same vehicle. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. And Cat Catwoman looked good on that bike. Oh yeah. She 100%. did. But uh yeah, no, I, I still I stick think with That's probably where where we'd go. Wipeout. So the last question, also submitted by Miner, uh, what is the best advice for sex in a car? So I'm going to answer this. Okay. Whether just purely based. Okay, I'm a coupe guy. (laughs) (laughs) That sucks. Probably don't own a coupe Mm -hmm. because, and the reason why is because most coupes have like a tunnel hump in the back seat in the middle. But most coops, I would say all coops have hoods. What do you mean hoods? <laughs> what do you mean hoods? Yeah, they all have hoods. Of that's course, another, that's, you don't even have to go inside the car. Oh, <laughs> right, right. But I'm from a winter state, oh. so you need the shelter oh, of the vehicle. Dude, you, so don't it, you don't want it to sink back mm, into your body. <laughs> well, not not just that; it might be too cold. Yeah, I see. You warm yeah, yourself up for, for my bare ass or a bare ass. I should <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yes. I guess so. I guess we have to take into effect uh, and take into account uh, winter. And that might not be from experience. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that is my recommendation. Get a sedan. OK. Flat back seat. So it's most bed like maybe. Yeah. And whatever. Uh, I think you could do it in a coupe. I think it's more about a tire. It's more about a tire. Yeah. So as a dude, obviously it doesn't matter. Yes. Uh, but, you know, make sure the lady's wearing. Well, okay. Let's be more inclusive here. Okay. Uh, the person, the other person. The next a person. I mean, if it's another guy, they probably have to wear a skirt too. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. have, there has to be easy access clothing. Okay. So I think that's number one. Is easy. that why? So you, you can, if you need to get, if you get caught, you yes, ah. easy, easy getaway, easy in, easy entry. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ease and easy entry. getaway, easy getaway. Okay, right. Okay, You're gonna okay. want to because you know that happens or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you're one. Uh, crack your windows. Right. Even even if why, it's John, <laughs> <laughs> why do you need to crack you, your windows? You don't want it to get foggy. Why not? Because uh, it gets foggy. In it there. does. Get, you, it does it. Two bodies. 
two bodies grinding up against each other okay. gonna generate some heat it's sweat good. yeah sweat you know mm-hmm. definitely crack a window making sure because that's like the, the number one sign in every movie you've ever seen in your life that's true right even titanic, even titanic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which i haven't seen but i heard <laughs> i've no, seen everything I'll but own, that scene yes no i'll own it i've seen it yeah i everybody, watched it at the everybody theaters. has okay. yeah uh yeah i watched it too with my parents that was awkward <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, dead serious. Oh, dead shit. serious. Yeah, That's we were funny. not expecting. You thought it was a car movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. We were not. Uh, ex- God, the end of that movie. And that she was rough. Wa- yeah, her tit came out. And, yeah. yeah, and I, I thought there was. Anyway. Um, uh, yes. And a you got to find. Uh, geo- let's move into geography, right? Sure. You lo- Your location, location needs to be either completely concealed. Yeah. Or. It needs to be in between obvious and not obvious, right? If you are in the middle of an open park and your car is the only car in that parking lot, you're going to get caught. Yes. Right? Right. Um, so you're gonna ha- if you're going to do parking lot, you're going to have to be bold. And you're going to have to make sure there's a couple other cars there. Which, yeah, that is gutsy because you never know. And do you park next to a car who might no be able way. to see in? No, because then that's illegal. Okay. Well, I mean, it is illegal anyway, right? Right. Is it illegal? I think it is. Yeah. I think, yeah. Because you could be seen. Yeah. Like, yeah, The you're risk right. of being seen could cause yeah. it to be illegal. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, you have to be either completely concealed, like, mm-hmm. behind a warehouse or something. Yep. Um, or, like, in a sh- maybe a street, like, sh- park, street park street in the parks. middle of the night. Mm. Then you're just kind of blending in with the rest of the cars. Yeah, me. Yeah, that, that actually, might be a way I to go. Kind of, kind of, kind of mad that I didn't think of this when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> right. But minor, uh, good luck on your adventure, bro. Yes. Uh, the I, it's so odd that you're asking a car podcast these questions, but hopefully that helped you out. And with that. That is our episode. And how would you find us, John? You would find us on 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you got any complaints, concerns, or any more questions about how to do it in your car, info at 91octane.com. Randy, any last questions? No, no questions, no shout-outs. Oh, man. I'm not prepared this week, clearly, (laughs) at all. All right. Good night. Bye.